What up, internet? This is Niels R.Y., a.k.a. You just made up virtual insanity. And I am here with a special bonus episode because, you know, interestingly enough, if you all haven't been paying attention to the headliners and the movies that have been coming out, it just so happens that we are in a world where two of the biggest movies that are hitting the streets or that that folks are watching just so happen to both involve multiverses. That means Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Everything Everywhere All at Once are both movies that are getting buku of money. And again, both involve the multiverse. And I was like, hmm, who can I bring in that understands indie movies that got funky themes and also understands the amazingness that is blockbuster movies. Who on the planet is the best person to talk to about that? And then I realized, oh, that sounds like my brother Husto. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to bring back to the pop cult the special guest from our Husto episode None other than my brother Husto. Husto, welcome back, brother. Well, hey, I'm glad to be back into this universe that is this pop cult parenting. Um, it's me, you, you know, your boy Husto Rivera. The what I feel now is the multiverse connoisseur. After yes. just, I don't even know if <laughs> this Husto right now is the one that's going to be here at the end of this podcast. What would you, what, what would, I'm what like, is prime Husto called? Like, is I'm there just, like a this, earth one Husto or? You're right. You're right. Six, right now we're starting with do? prime Husto, but I'm just saying I might not, I don't know if someone, some other Husto might jump right in and then bam, I might end. I love that we have a multiverse excuse to express yes. how you just act different in the midst of a conversation. <laughs> yes, I think that's what I'm going to do. There might be different accents. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that was Earth 2 Husto. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I'm sure we all got it. We all got it. Um, yes. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah, so we couldn't get anyone better <laughs> than you, Husto, to talk about this. So I'm excited um, to jump into it. Um, but to give some some warning to folks, uh, number one, we are going to spoil the mess out of both of these movies. So if you do not want to be spoiled and know what happened with Doctor Strange or know what happened with Everything Everywhere All at Once, then, you know, it's a podcast. Come on back and enjoy the full of spoiler episode that Husto and I will have for you. But just a fair warning now. So leave if you want to. If not, prepare to get spoiled. All right, that's number one. Number two, let me give some context on both of these movies. So as I mentioned, both these movies came out earlier this year in 2022. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is the second Doctor Strange movie um, out of the MCU. Um, This movie was filmed by Sam Raimi, who is known for the beloved... Spider-Man Tobey Maguire series, as well as Evil Dead. Uh, like, did he do three Evil Dead movies? Yeah, I believe he did the first first three, because then you got, you know, Evil Dead, or the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then the Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, yeah. So those are all that, like Came yeah. on Sci-Fi Channel literally every weekend for like a span of 10 years. 
I just was always like, what is this? What is going on with this thing? What's like Somebody on sci-fi loved Army of Darkness. That was their jam. That sucker was on all the time. Um, is there any other well-known Sam Raimi movies? Oh, Spider-Man well, and Evil Dead? Going on Sam Raimi, I guess we could think about the like the Dark Man, which is this oh, like action movie Man, with Liam Nielsen? Nielsen. Yeah, which is kind of like his setup for I guess some will argue about Spider-Man because it's like, oh, the his like superhero, his own superhero movie that he always wanted to try to do. And then now like some of the same stuff in that movie isn't the first the first Spider-Man. So you know, it's a dark man. It's like it's like also, a prototype. He was a, it's like where the bones are before it, he got better at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna review Darkman, but like shout out but to we're Dark not Man. reviewing Darkman. Like but shout out. He, he's kind of like a combination of it, the question and the chameleon. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, he yeah, he does other movies that aren't always horror. I can't remember all of them, but because I only like the horror ones. <laughs> yep. That I think, we, I, I mean, we don't really know uh, the non-horror Sam Raimi. Movie, no, no, I know that we're not I, here I, for that. I get shocked when I find out. Oh wait, this is this movie does no horror. But I know Drag Me to Hell is another fa- fan favorite. Yeah, that's and, a great one. That's a great one. That's scary as hell. That and, crazy and, old lady. <laughs> and I really that's PG thirteen. So he's really good at pulling off these like scary movies that you remember later. You're like, man, that was a scary movie. Cause I did it the other day to myself and I go back and drag me to hell. I'm like, Oh, it's PG 13. Why do I remember, you know, this being such a scary ass movie. So he's good at it. It's just, yeah, just good. Brother is a pro. So that is, yeah. that is the director. And that is so. Dr. Strange and multiverse of madness. Other things you should know is that it stars, um, not just Dr. Strange, but I will say Wanda Maximoff, but like, I should probably say the Scarlet witch. Cause we got the Scarlet witch. Um, and uh, it has America Chavez, the multiverse jumper, um, and a couple other cast of characters that we will talk about later. But yeah, that was Doctor Strange. And the other movie that we're talking about is Everything Everywhere All at Once. This movie, um, was directed by the Daniels, who I don't know too much about. Um, I'll but- <clears throat> A little bit. I mean, I know they're music video directors, so they're known for making that turn down for what? That one with Lil oh, yes. And you know where they just keep stomping through the floors? So they make, I guess, crazy music videos where they do like crazy effects in them. And then they did this before this one, they did this movie called their first one was called Swiss Army Men with mm-hmm. um your two boy the two dudes from Harry Potter. Yeah, Paul, Paul Dano and um what's his Sorry, name? Uh, the, it's Daniel like Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe and yeah, like they were both in whatever, it. The Rupert, they're like attached to each other. <laughs> like some type of Siamese twins. I I only watched it once, and I, I was, was it like, good. This, this looks good. It was good, but I gotta go rewatch it again because I don't remember. I just remember being like, "What is this movie? Do I like it? Is it weird? It's weird. All right, whatever." But that this sounds one, like. This, Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, like, that's their first movie where we got some money to do stuff. Now they gave us they they like people liked it. Give us some more money. And they're like, oh, everything, everything all at once. The movie it stars Michelle Yo Yao. I don't know how to say her last name. Sorry if I said it when we said it wrong. <laughs> but she is a legend. So You've seen her, yep. you know her. She was in some Marvel movies. I mean, like, she is a 
amazing star and she killed it in this movie like no ifs ands or buts she is a movie star she demolished it and that is with me saying that jamie lee curtis is in this movie but like michelle yo she stole the show she killed it um and and i just said jamie lee curtis is in this movie she did a phenomenal job and also data from the goonies is in this movie. Did you know that, Husto? Of course I mean, you did. I, okay, I did. I did see it. But then I, also, uh, I asked that, that question that, that and I like, forgot who I was talking movie. to. No, but like, his story was like, because I fanboyed over this movie after it came out, then my, went down the rabbit hole, and he's got that sad backstory where he's like, yeah, I gave up on acting in Hollywood, and then and then I see how, you know, he's like talking about how the times were changing and everything mm-hmm. going on. He's like, he was wants it crazy to witch Asians? Crazy witch yeah. Asians inspired him yeah. to act again? Yeah. He was talking about how Amazing. that movie, like, he was mad. You know, he's like, I want to get in on this. And, and he wanted, it got inspired to do to, you know, go act. And then these guys, I guess, wanted him in this movie. And it was like the first audition he did in a while. And then he got it. And then he cried and all this when he got it. So he's like, you know, like, it's a match made in heaven for him. Before we before we jump in, um, else? an interesting thing about um, these two movies is that they're multiverse movies. And funny right. enough, Jamie Lee Curtis mentions the dynamic that one movie is a big old Marvel blockbuster movie and the other one is an indie movie, but some would argue that the indie movie with a third of the budget, maybe even less, was a better multiverse movie than Doctor Strange. So, Husto, I'd love if you could talk a little bit about what Jamie Lee Curtis said, and then I'll turn it over to you to talk about the similarities and the differences between the two movies. Well, I, and, I'll, um, and I'll be sure to reel you in when you need to be reeled in. Cool. Um, yeah. It's also conveniently while we're trying to do this episode, Jamie Lee Curtis made the same comparison, and she said that one had her movie had more heart than the Marvel movie. It was like, whoa, shots fired. And then she also compared that movie, the Marvel movie, the Marvel movie's catering budget was like four times more than how much it costs to even make the movie. They just made everything all at, everything everywhere all at once. So just showing how it's that classic, you know, blockbuster Titan versus an independent movie that has so, that has a little bit of heart because it's coming, it's cooked in with some love and it's not made with all these other people. It's made with a small group. Anyway, both of them, good movies. They still managed to pack the same punch as what, almost the same punch. I agree with Jamie Lee Curtis in that one had more heart than the other, but it's because, I don't know, the similarities are there. There's, both movies were family, were family oriented. Like the main characters, like the um, were in everything all at once. It was a mother; she's the main character, and then her, the the force of the movie is getting her family. The antagonist in her in that movie is her daughter, but then the antagonist to her is the mother. And I, I mean, I'm trying to talk about it without giving too much details, but even in in the the Marvel movie, the the Doctor Strange movie, her whole motive is the whole my kids are gone and now I got to be evil. So there's there, there's the similarities of family, and then 
I just wanted to, I guess, compare like the the rules of their multiverses within the, each movie because because yeah. yeah. I I mean to to multiverse jump in the Doctor Strange movie you have to dream I guess if I remember mm. it's like or it's like a a wormhole or the, maybe your dreams are what you're living in another multi in another universe and then unless you the, got America Chavez unless you got America Chavez and the power. That's a, to just go through it. But she had no control of her power. I don't know. I don't want to get into like a bashing of specifics <laughs> of the Marvel movie. That's not what we're here for. We're just here to say. And then in the other movie, they used this other idea of like, which I thought was more fascinating, was that you actually have to get like, use either an action or get to a point in time to time to, I guess, time jump or multiverse jump. Because you're yeah. going through your your memories. And the idea is like, y'all shared this moment in time in the multiverse and that's the only way to multiverse jump or you know and can we can we just talk about like a unique example of that real quick Mm because like it it started off it started off kind of sane like oh i'm going to chew this already chewed gum that's under a table and all of a sudden i possess this knowledge and skill but then as the movie went on all mm-hmm. of a sudden, trophies became butt plugs. And, <laughs> and I don't know what it was about the uniqueness of stuff getting stuffed up people's butts, but everybody who had something stuffed up their butts became kung fu masters. And I do not know why that was the secret ingredient, but that is how everybody became kung fu masters in this movie. And if, for those of you who have not seen the movie, you may think I'm being extra Husto, am I being extra? No, there's there's some uh, trophies up some butts, but not like it's a joke. It's jokes that land. I'll say that if we're comparing two movies, because when I went to the theater this Saturday to watch Strange, and the first half was kind of feeling like a Marvel movie where they were trying to do self-reference jokes, or they kept repeating the Sorcerer Supreme, and I'm nobody was laughing. I'm just saying. <laughs> The other movies jokes were hitting. Physical comedy is a lot. It's I guess like uh, like a, like you're watching a Bugs Bunny cartoon. You want to you kind of feel when you watch everything everywhere all at once. Like I, you know, we're not here to criticize. You know, Doctor Strange don't too much. Nancy's. But like yeah. the one the the one thing I'll push that I appreciate about everything everywhere all at once was that we saw a multiverse. There was multiple worlds that we saw we saw her turn into a rock at one point like we saw her with hot dog fingers like we saw like i don't know maybe 15 different versions of her like i mean we didn't spend like we spent significant time with maybe like five of them but like we saw a lot of them yes like i got i felt like i got my money's worth seeing different universes which is what my criticism is with Doctor Strange. Yeah, I feel like we went to three worlds. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's jump on. Yeah, I mean, we saw three. You know what I'm saying? We stood at, we stayed at one for a minute until you know got kicked away from another one, and then we just came back home. I feel like it was just you know like a quick road trip. I you know it was, it was a lot of stops. Yeah, I agree. We got we got the feeling like we had just enough time in every universe. Then there was more time in other universes. Because then those universes actually were important to the story. And then 
I love the movie because it went extra meta. Can I point out that at one point in the movie, that's Michelle Yeoh jumps into the character she's playing, jumps into a, a Michelle Yeoh. And she's playing Michelle yes. Yeoh in the movie <laughs> while she's yes. watching her movie. So then it yes. comes and becomes meta at the same time. And then her that part actually is important to like get everything back to in, on track or for her, the character to learn her lesson of love. Like Michelle Yeoh had to learn it. I was and like, then, yo, she's playing herself in this movie. She's like, yes. oh, Kung Fu movie star. I was yes. like, that's you. She's <laughs> playing herself having an awakening as herself. Like, I'm like, oh, man. That was dope. That was a dope part of the movie. Do I have that excitement for Strange? No. (laughs) Okay, let's go with the interactions. He only, I was counting because we were going to be hyped for this podcast. In the end, okay, let let me wind down. Okay, the point, when Marvel or a comic book stuff does multiverse stuff, the point is to also interact with your other version so that you learn more about that or maybe you're on the adventure with that. No, he's hanging out with America Chavez with no clue what's going on. They're like randomly meeting. I think, like you said, he met, what, three other Doctor Stranges, right? Maybe. I mean, did he, he only really talked to one or he only right? talked to because he talked to an evil one. Yeah. Then there was like the evil one be, he killed that one, then he turned him into a zombie. So it wasn't even like he talked. He just turned one into one, got recycled to become a zombie. Yes. Then we saw the Spanish one in the beginning who just died. He didn't interact with him. He never but Was he actually Spanish or he just called him Spanish? Like, he was just like, <laughs> like, Senor Santiago. What did they do in Spider-Man Multiverse? They interacted with the other Spider-Man. Like, they did yeah. it. And I, that's what was horrible. That's where they lost it because he wasn't interacting. Like, what if it was an adventure where it was him and another Doctor Strange? Tell me they can't they can't multiverse jump with two. What if I mean, okay, I get it. Because now I'm just describing Spider-Man. So we don't want to do that again. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, where they maybe helped him more. Maybe, maybe we needed that. And then they actually time, then they used it to I'm going on a tangent, but then they used because I'm trying to bring up the Illuminati. I'm a I'm a comic book head. Go ahead, you so go on, you go on, you go, you take a, the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, the the Illuminati is a is a pivotal core group in the main universe of Marvel. They were constructed specifically to address multiverse threats. Like that's that's what they were. So like the the, the theme wise, it makes sense. But like the premise of the Illuminati is, you have. First of all, it's a wide range of folks. Like Professor X is usually there. Dr. Doom has been there before. And Namor has been there before. T'Challa was there for like a hot second. And then he was like, I don't like dealing with these white people. So I'm going to be out. Um, But like you always have Black Bolt. You're always going to have Dr. Strange. You're always going to have, of course, Mr. Fantastic. So I appreciated that. But this Illuminati... Again, theme-wise was on par with the book, but it just seemed like to me it was that universe's Avengers. Like it just seemed like like they just seemed like Avengers to me. And I think what they were trying to do, because we spent like what eight minutes with the Illuminati. I think well, what I they were trying to do mm-hmm. is say, 
So Scarlet Witch is the biggest badass you've ever seen. Like in this phase, you will know that Scarlet Witch is the biggest badass. Let me show you what she can do to a whole nother universe's Avengers without even knowing them. I'm like, yo, she just met Patrick Stewart. She don't even know what a mutant is. This man is telepathically in your mind. And within three minutes, you kill him. You murk him. You ain't never seen a Mr. Fantastic. You don't even really know his powers like that. How do you murk this man in less than 30 seconds? Like, Black Bolt is one of the most strongest characters in all of Marvel. And you took him out with a blink. I was like, yo, you're just supposed to realize that ain't nobody messing with Scarlet Witch. That's that's at least what I took from that entire scene. Because, like, I wanted more. Husto, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I wanted more, but I believe the takeaway I was supposed to walk away with was ain't nobody touching Scarlet Witch. So okay, the point of multiverse is seeing other heroes die because it's not gonna have an effect in the main hero's storyline. So that because you can't because you're not gonna get that in the main. So the whole point is to like, oh, if you want to have that fantasy of seeing how you know, you know, I don't know, Bolt dies or anyone in the movie dies. This is your chance. So it was really used as that sight gag and it, and it worked, but I think people are let down because everyone knows they were like teasing them on the internet. Like, look at this. We got these guys in the movie to make you think this is going to be a, a big movie. Cause it, it takes, it takes a lot to stop the Scarlet witch. And then she came and just was like, yeah, she killed them. And you're right. It was to show her power, which is fine. And then, it had no real effect because it because we knew we weren't ever going to come back to this universe. We know that these characters might be still alive in our universe, so it didn't have that effect. But I guess a part of me was just like, but it does undercut the whole movie because it's like you're going to need more than just Doctor Strange to stop the Scarlet Witch to me. So like yeah. I feel like why like think, why would they kill them all? <laughs> like, they, and they even, in the movie, they made you feel like. Oh, he's here. He's gonna get help from these guys. This is too. Him and little Chavez cannot handle the Scarlet Witch. And nope. She has no control. They're gonna need more. And everybody, and they even set up in the beginning. Everyone, we couldn't call no one. Everyone's doing something else in this universe. So, like, what I'm trying to say is maybe they should have been in the movie more, like helped him along and then die one by one. So like space out the dramatic deaths. But they gave it to you. Bah, 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 bah. And it was like, oh, it would have been great. Like really <laughs> delaying, like slowly massacre the Illuminati. Yeah. So at least like you just see the, the, it, like it hits you a lot harder. Cause like after the third person dies, you know, they're all going to die. So you're yeah. just watching them eventually all die. Cause you know, it's going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have, and then you don't really have any emotional effect. Cause you're just like, well, these guys, Hey, I didn't get a lot of chance to know them. I just got to, because there's people who've not watched or heard or read about these guys, and they they were just there. So I mean, it, it did what it had to do, but it's gonna piss and, and people off no matter what. So it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it when it happened. Because and I can like, imagine you don't have that many hours to shoot with John Krasinski. Like I'm yeah, assuming, so like the brother got stuff technical. to do. Yeah, yeah. Like he got shit to do. He, and he Patrick Stewart, like, you probably got, like, a week with Patrick Stewart just for those yeah. films. And Patrick Stewart's old, brother. And he got his own TV show. Like, yeah. There's a yeah. lot going on. 
If I think the logistics on. through, it kind of makes sense why it happened like right. that. Right. The logistics, since that's just a great example of how like logistics and all that back behind the scenes stuff can just mess up your movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's like, so yeah. how do you feel? If we're gonna get into spoiler talk, how do you feel about the endings of these movies? You know what I mean? Like as far as telling their lessons, or I don't know how they ended their storyline. Cause okay, so for the other for everything all at once, you know, it had that uh that it made me change my whatever nihilistic views on the world or reminded me to be kind and and be nice and and don't get too cynical all the time because then you're just gonna go to the dark side. And then, you know, and then, and I felt good. It made me cry maybe. I think, I can't remember what time I cried now. Well, I do, I do. Anyway, <laughs> that stuff works. And then at the end of the, the strange thing, she's like, I'm like, she has her epiphany of like, oh, I mean, what, the, the kids see her as evil, uh, as her, the witch that she is. And then she decides not to be bad and, and punish herself, I guess. And I don't know. It just was like, oh, it all all collided just like how Wanda died at the end of that movie, at the movie, if she died. Because I think, didn't she die by like a bunch of bricks or some building or something falling on her? We can assume that she can So that we can assume. Because that's what we're, that's classic, you know, that's classic comic book stuff. And you don't literally see them. (laughs) I'm going to say what it is. Like, yeah, Yeah. you're right, Huso. That is classic uh, comic book. Uh, like strategy, but like mm-hmm. I just saw this woman take out a whole nother universe's Avengers in about five minutes. You mean to tell me I think some rocks killed her? Please, nah. Yeah. I need. I don't believe you. I need more people. Like, so that's one. And then two, as far as the endings, you know, I I appreciated if I I you know Marvel is Marvel. You they don't they don't make bad movies. Like it, it was good. I enjoyed it. And so like the ending was good. It was a strong third act. Like Dr. Right. Strange possesses a zombie and you got Sam Raimi directing it. I'm going to be entertained. Like you, I'm going to be entertained. And you got flying little black zombies possessing the zombie Dr. Strange. Like, yes. And again, a key part of this is Sam Raimi is directing it. I don't really know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I would have enjoyed it in a different way. If it wasn't Sam Raimi, because he's gonna be like, we're gonna put a plastic zombie face on you, and everyone's gonna love it. And you're right. Yep, you're right. You're right because you're Sam Raimi. So I thought it was okay. I don't think I got anything, you know, deep about it. It was like you're right. I I, I don't know what I'm looking for here. I guess no, you're right. The everything or all at once was a Husto movie. I felt like I was supposed to walk away with at least three messages. Like I felt like they were gonna hit you in the over the head, like. Okay, each of these acts, you're gonna learn something about yourself. And mm-hmm. like, yes, you're not supposed to really understand what that bagel is, but that's the point. Like, you're gonna run away <laughs> to nothing. And I'm like, huh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And so, like, I thought it was cool, but I felt like it was super deep compared to Doctor yeah. Strange being like, you know, this is your summer blockbuster. You're welcome. You're right. So, was, this is what I did like. If I if it sounded like I was bashing on it, I wasn't. Cause I did like the second, the second act, like you said, the ending was still good. It had a car movie ending where it opened up with his third eye and then cut to credits. And you're like, oh yeah, classic. Like, like it felt like a horror movie. That's where it all went strong when they let him do his thing. Like, cause that's why from the point of the Illuminati once you saw that killing, 
then the rest of the movie was like yeah this is straight horror and yeah that all i i enjoyed it and i wanted to point out even with all that going on i wanted to at least say that um the scarlet witch still stole the movie because of like elizabeth elizabeth olsen is just as good as an actress as michelle yo because through all the chaos of the madness of the movie you think you would ever one, say that sentence <laughs> one moment that had me was like when she actually did look at her kids and she had to there was a moment where she cried anytime the actor in one shot is not even they don't cut away they don't like cut to like an object and then you see tears there was the there she was like here we go this is what you paid this lady to do she fucking like looking at her kids and one shot started tearing up and I was like, oh, that this, yeah, this is the core point. <laughs> like, Think about this. We've been with this same character mm-hmm. since um, Age of Ultron. So we've seen this somewhat little girl turn into a superhero, end up like destroying a building. And so they created laws in place directly to manage her see her get in prison then be like out here running from the law falling in love with the robot seeing her brother get killed i forgot about that one falling oh, in love yeah. with a robot like dying and being resurrected and now like everyone she has ever loved doesn't exist a mass ridiculous even further superpowers Get a super evil book that you know what kind of reminds me of a book from another Sam Raimi movie, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and then become like one of the strongest super villains ever. If that ain't the craziest character arc I have ever seen, <laughs> I don't know what is. That is a hell of a character arc, and, and, and they did it without almost did it without the X Men, they did it without the X Men. I'm just going to say it. That, they just told a whole Scarlet Witch arc, and I don't remember. Other than that, if you there want is to count one the thing they didn't do, though. Part, but whatever. Yeah, there is one thing, <laughs> and if you're a comic book head, you know this. There is one thing they didn't do with the Scarlet Witch, which makes me think she's still alive. The most epic part of the Scarlet Witch, like her, her lineage in comic books, she does one thing in the House of M comic book series, when at the end she says, no more mutants, and like a billion mutants lose their mutant powers. Like it is one of the most epic things that anyone has ever done in comics, let alone Marvel comics. And Scarlet Witch did it. And like, I don't think she's ever had that moment just yet where she either creates or destroys all the mutants in a universe. And I think we still are, we're still owed that. So oh, I don't think we're done with Elizabeth wants- Olsen. I think we're going to get that part. Like, All right, Husto, anything else know? before we wrap up? Um, Both movies are great. Maybe on their own merits. Is one better than the other? Maybe because it's got a little bit more heart. I like them. I like the second half of Doctor Strange, clearly. I'm not, and uh, yeah, go see. Go to, go to the movies. Go to the movies. Yeah. If you're going to see go them, the- go see that one. Go watch Doctor Strange because we want we want Mark to win the bet because nobody wants to watch the DCEU all over again and then do an episode on it. So that's number one. And then number two, watch everything everywhere all at once. 
So you can yeah. just get your summer yeah. full worth of multiverse. You'll you'll get your multiverse yeah. palette filled just in time. And when when you're when you're done with that, guess what? Spider Verse Two is coming out, and so you can get right back up into your multiverse fix. So mm-hmm. that, that's, that's a good it. order. Husto, we want to thank yeah. you for joining us on this bonus episode, and thank, thank you, you all, Pop Cult, for uh, joining us on this episode. Um, and that Dude. is it. Straight. Let's go. Let's go. Right <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>